Hey, this is Brent Jensen, and you're listening to No Sleep Till Sudbury, the show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. And here with me today is drummer and vocalist Alyssa Klug and guitarist and vocalist Brendan Albert. And together they comprise garage rock duo Queens and Kings. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you for Thanks having for having us. Yeah. Now, did I air? Did I? Was it Klug or Klug? I usually, we usually say Klug. I think it was probably once upon a time Klug, but th- we th- say Klug. We like. You know, Over the generations, <laughs> yeah. I guess it changed from clue yeah, to clue. Yeah, something. Clug, yeah okay. it's yeah, it's a word in like Yiddish or German. I think it means like uh, clever. I think it's Teutonic. Yeah, mm. I think. Anyway, either way, you guys just released your your new single. You we got did. me a couple of weeks ago. I I love it. Thank I think it's so fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. It's got a rawness to it. It's dirty. It's very urgent. It's a great great tune. I really like Thank it. Thank you very much. Yeah. I so tell me a little bit about it. Well, I guess to kind of go off what you're saying, the rawness, the edge, the dirty, it's really our whole band is kind of born out of, you know, our love to get back to the kind of heavier music because we were doing kind of different things before we decided to do this band together. We were backing each other on different projects, but because of our relationship and the turmoil it has brought <laughs> in our lives, um, we were going to call long, the band long Exes yeah. because we break up and get back together yeah. monthly. Oh. Um, we've been together nine years, so that's okay. a lot of months almost, breaking almost, up. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that the the love, not the hate, but you know the the, the stress, the, the joy, the everything, and it's and it's yeah. been a real. And we're also and our both self employed, yeah. so it's it's not like you know even married couple, the person be like. Honey, I'm going to work. I'll be. I'll see you at five. Right? Yeah. We don't it's like, like no, we're twenty four seven, twenty four seven. Yeah. Every day for nine yeah. years. Right. So yeah. it becomes like Maybe almost not. a Sid and Nancy situation <laughs> without stabbing. Yeah, a modern, healthy, <laughs> yeah. paleo diet version. Um, yeah. But that energy is yeah. my long winded. You gotta tell me to shut yeah. up sometime. My long winded thing to say that we take all that angst and energy and it just naturally came out we didn't like yeah. plan to have it come up that way it's just can we all Put that out. energy it just yeah. started to flow out of us and like yeah. we might have had a fight before rehearsal or or whatever and then we just like play and it was just like cathartic and just gonna, yeah our all yeah. of our struggles of being in the industry for so long and and trying so hard and and just you know and also like um i've always been really really drawn towards like i was mentioning like female fronted kind of aggressive I mean, we're kind of a 50-50 team, but mm-hmm. like, I really like a strong female presence. So uh, I think it's something I've always wanted to do. And I just, you know, didn't necessarily like I'd write rock songs. I'd write that kind of stuff at home and I'd record it, you know, just finding ways to do it on my own. Uh, now that I'm, you know, drumming in this band and I, I have another person that I'm working with, it's just great to finally be able to pursue the stuff that really, really drives me. I mean, I love so many different kinds of music, but I think ultimately this feels like home to me i've wanted to do something like this for so long it's amazing how quickly it felt like home and like for i I can't speak for Alyssa, but for myself like for my singer songwriter stuff and for other things i had done if i was being the leader of the band i would always get extra like nervous before a show and Mm -hmm. like i played drums and bands for a while guitar bands backup lead guitarist whatever but once i was in vancouver i started singing i was like Tonight, I'm going to go out by myself and sing, just being a singer. And I went out and I almost threw up in the cab. There was no, <laughs> no Ubers at the moment at that time. And I was threw up like I was so stressed or whatever. And I finally got to this place called the Purple Crab, which is a restaurant 
cool open mic in Vancouver. And I went in and I thought I was going to throw up and I just played to the owner and the cook. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And so every, but I knew I felt so good. I was like, that was terrifying. But I knew that every time I'd play, I get 2% less nervous. So I just hundreds of gigs. And then I just, with this band and you There's, know the yeah, stuff we've been through with each other nerves. and my health stuff that it's I've just had a to release. deal with. And, and I feel like the audience yeah feels that release too like people will just like start screaming and just like so losing themselves and yeah me, it's just it's like, like every I show they kind of feed off our energy and then we feed off their energy and all that it's the same for me like my other project that Alyssa Voxra is so because it's looping and it's very technical and I'm doing everything myself and it's like kind of like you're mentally like mm -hmm. figuring out what phrase pedal everything's on and there's so many parts and so many instruments and so many vocal harmony groups and stuff like that like it's it's there's very little room for error and right. it is all on me and uh it's way more vulnerable there's so zero room for error yeah for it, yeah <laughs> and sometimes the errors aren't even they're kind of not even like entirely something you can control because it's very based on sound if you're getting any kind of feedback or whatever like that can get in your loop and just stay for three and stay and a half for your whole song mm -hmm. and it's you know you ha you can do some things that you can mm -hmm. control for that undo parts or whatever but it can be tricky Nothing else makes me as nervous up as that project. Yeah, you, know? you definitely like, changed with this project. Like we both just go up there. We have our little ritual beforehand. I call it our Madonna ritual because you know, go <laughs> well, backstage yeah. beforehand, get prepared, you know, and then we do our little go warm up out. routine. He does he, this like little dancey thing. Yeah, I'm glad they can't see this. No cameras, <laughs> only audio. No cameras. Um, but we just do the little cardio again, and then just like look into each other's eyes and say like, "This is for us. Remember, yeah. no matter what, That's the main we thing, do yeah. what we can for us." it transposes into the or carries into the audience and yeah i think that's always a really important thing as a musician is don't don't do it for what the audience is going to think or what you know some industry person is going to think like you have to do it for you you have to follow your heart and do what you love no matter what anyone else has to say about it always and yeah. if you give from pure from your heart and the most and take all that pain and suffering i'm almost crying thinking about stuff <laughs> um you know or getting emotional about it but you take all that and you just throw it out on the stage and you know once you know how short life is you know your health problems struggle like 18 years i struggled with major health problems coming out of it now which is amazing probably because of rock and roll <laughs> and um it's been amazing and i think it's transferring to the aunts and we've had when we really got locked into being really tight with each other and getting used to that kind of fan dynamic by playing a lot. We started getting um, insane response. I know it's been great. I can go on and on about it, yeah, but it's I just mean, been great. <laughs> this is a really, that. really long answer to feel like, free to shut me up. How did you write this song? Don't, don't start being polite <laughs> this now. This one time honey. when I was five years old. <laughs> don't start being polite now. You can say Brennan. I think that's, I call him chatty patty. <laughs> chatty patty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's play a little snippet of the song. Sure. Let's okay, play a yeah, piece absolutely. of the song here and uh, we'll come back and, and talk about your tunes. All right, so here we go.
this way. Okay, so great. I love it. Um, I was saying earlier to Alyssa, she's, I hear a little bit of death from above in this. I hear a little bit of white stripes. The first time I heard it, like it, it, it struck me. I really enjoy it. That's I really awesome. like it. No, yeah. it means a lot because, I mean, we're still a relatively new band, so we're still finding out how people take it and how they respond to it and stuff. Sure, the live shows have been great and getting better and better, but that means a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So it definitely means a lot. I think you're yeah. going to do well with that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, so your tunes. So what I've elected to do, because I had a, a handful of them from both of you. So, uh, Alyssa, I've got two for you. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with those. Okay. Brendan, I've got two for you. And then you're going to share one for as the fifth Perfect. song, if that works. Or, yeah, uh, okay. exactly. Might not awesome. be, might be super deep. You might be <laughs> deeper than me, but for me, it was a really, really tough question because I've been obsessed with music literally since I was like a little kid. So, mm-hmm. and I listened to stuff from all over the world, from everywhere. So it was really tough to narrow it down. It's you, yeah. c- you can't possibly just it's, say five. Yeah. And I'm a Libra, so it's just yeah. like <laughs> extreme <laughs> Libra. No, if there was like yeah. the crown, like the the star on top of the Christmas tree of Libras, this is the one looking down at all the other Libras, like follow my indecision. <laughs> all right, so your first song is by PJ Harvey. And it's called Grow, Grow, Grow. Right. I picked that one because it's actually that entire White Chalk album is like, it it like actually like my heart kind of stops in moments when I listen to that album. It's just like so heartbreakingly like beautiful and haunting. And it's not that it's my favorite PJ Harvey album because um, I started listening to her like way back in the 90s when she Mm -hmm. was kind of first coming out. And I remember the first thing I had, I had taped... um, don't tell anyone. <laughs> I had taped uh, four track demos off of a friend and I just listened to that thing until it, like, you know, the whole like pencil fixing the cassette oh, yeah. thing, like just listen to it over. I remember it was one of my soundtracks. I, I traveled, um, I'd done a big two year trip and that was like one of the things that was constantly, like, you know, looking through trains on in, in windows in Europe and stuff like that. It was like my, one of my, my things that was my soundtrack. So she's meant a lot to me for many years and she's, uh, you know, I'd say like I have many influences and she's definitely one of my top influences and I love the rock stuff and that's the kind of stuff I like to make. But that album just like gets me in an emotional place, you know, like if I listen to that when I'm upset, like, mm-hmm. oh, I will be even more upset <laughs> at the <end> of listening. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where if you're like listening on the, to that, uh, that song or that, that album on the subway, like. You know, you you just have to kind of watch that you don't turn into a blubbering mess, you know, yeah, <laughs> when you're like yeah. commuting from A to B because it's just so heartbreakingly beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your second one is by The Kills and it's Last Day of Magic. I picked this one actually because like we also love The Kills and Alison Mossart's also like a, a big influence for me. I picked this one actually partially because of the video because when I watched the video, it kind of brought to mind uh, Brendan and I because it's like just on a kind of like metaphorical level, like we we go through so much together, but we stick together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't we we like no matter how much oh man how things Darkest get hard and <laughs> yeah how things can get hard sometimes <laughs> and how you know we just kind of uh, stick together and work our way through it. Good. Yeah. It's a great team. Yeah. It's a great team. I started my photography career at the Kills concert. Oh, we really? Went and oh, saw that's right. them. That's the first day I talked to at, all uh, the Dan photographers and said, how can I get into shooting bands? Yeah, it just so happened that one of the photographers yeah. uh, uh, there, I had interviewed me for Alyssa Vox Ra for like this with some other people. 
and uh, so I yeah it was great him, and then i'm still chatting yeah. with those guys and shooting yeah. for one of them and stuff yeah yeah but yeah well, it was just an interesting side note that i launched I my, like, all my friends are musicians so i could go shoot them all the time but the kills was kind of like such a great show and then it really was a catalyst for your concert my concert i didn't shoot the kills that night but i talked to all the guys who were shooting and they're super nice super supportive and now he's shot and now and yeah everything yeah now i shoot i've shot for the the junos for things music counts and, and toronto i shoot for the city of toronto mm-hmm. shoot for mag- music magazines and stuff like that and quite a whole bunch of stuff but that's a whole nother story <laughs> i'll just try to zip <laughs> enough about me <laughs> all right so let's hear about uh temple of the dog and hunger strike your first pick Oh man, if there's like a top five of all time songs for me, that's probably, um, one of them. Um, I had a lot of, I see it as a whole bunch of things, like a trend, a period of transition in my life. Cause I was just like get, in my twenties, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like just landed in university yep. and just a whole new life. And, uh, and it was just a, also the song. I just love it that it was both Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell, like trading off back and forth. It was like, it's like the culmination of like the grunge kind of era, but the start, the birth of it. And it's based right. off of like Mother Love Bone and all That's these right. things before it, right? Like also it's, it's melodies and grooves and things like other songs they've done as well. But that one just encapsulated like the spark of like, wow, there's people that think the same way as I do melodically and rhythmically. And it just like took me over absolutely completely. And I love to sing to it. Yeah. So. It was like I felt I had a kinship with them. I was probably similar age, a little younger, mm-hmm. not much, but same hair, same, oh, yeah. same you know, grunge style. But um, I don't know, it just, it just blew me away. Like there's other songs I could have picked, like Pearl Jam Alive. That one mm. was huge for me. Me too. I got to meet, hang out and meet Soundgarden later on in life with um, Daryl Hurst, actually from Indie Week. Mm-hmm. We were dueling guitar players in a band. Oh, I, um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I've got incriminating photographs of him with long hair <laughs> and hanging out at Lee's Palace with me. I feel like that song came out at just the right time. So people, you know, Pearl Jam was coming up, Soundgarden had been around for a little while. Yeah. I, I remember how exciting that was for those two guys to do that. It was a magic, it was a real magic moment. And am I allowed to swear? Yes, you are. Okay. It's just a fucking beautiful song. Yeah. Like, just gorgeous. How about uh, Queens of the Stone Age? No one knows. Well, this one, I mean, I probably could have picked other ones that were more like intense, like something off Song Made the Same with Zeppelin or something like that, mm-hmm. or Hendrix Band of Gypsies. Like, but no one knows. It's, it was for a whole bunch of reasons. It's just the way it instantly makes me feel. It can change my mood instantly. Mm-hmm. If I'm feeling mm-hmm. crappy, I put that on. I'm happy, determined, and focused. And I just love that Dave Grohl was on the drum kit for that and just played yes. it so amazingly. And as a drummer, I just, I get shivers when he's doing those runs. And they're, I don't know, other drummers will know what's going on. It's not just going da 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 It's like he's, yeah. he's doing these flams and flam triplets. Right. And I believe that's the re- a lot of the reason why I think we work together is because I'm a drummer playing guitar. Playing. I think we're both very rhythm kind of based people. Like even when I'm singing, a lot of my like even for my Alyssa Box Raw project, a lot of it is very percussive. Yeah. So yeah, we both kind of. And uh, when you have that, like, what makes things strong? Why is Rage Against the Machine so powerful? What's happening? The guitar is following the drums. Most of the things they're locked in, and I I, yeah, I do it subconsciously because I just love the feel of that rhythm. That's my inherent rhythm mm-hmm. is like to play guitar with hooks 
and melody and you know occasionally doing some power chords sure where it fits it but i really like the the single notes and that's where queens of the stone age just excels you know no one knows it's just i know there's something about it so last one for both of you is walking the fine line by bucky james and Alyssa Vo- vox raw now i understand this is the culmination of two projects right yeah that exactly. you're individually working on is that right yeah so bucky james uh <laughs> like we both had uh, you know a few other projects that we've worked on along you know throughout the years that we've known each other and uh Alyssa vox raw is something i was i started uh he actually met me when at an open mic like nine years ago and I was mm. performing. Like, I think it, it was one of my very first Alyssa Vox Raw performances actually. And at that mm. time I was just doing vocal looping. Like it's changed quite a bit. It's evolved and it's grown. It's super, super impressive. Thank you. So. Um, and uh, Bucky James is uh, Brendan's electronic project, which grew out of like, he got a Mac and he got, just got logic nine. Anything that's kind of, art and technology based he gets completely obsessive with so he just started building all these songs and they're like actually really fantastic electronic songs like i keep saying you should release some of that going to yeah really amazing stuff so um he started building this like we kind of talked about collaborating on something because you know Alyssa vox is a lot of electronic kind of elements i i do a lot of uh synth synth looping um synth and vocal um and uh you know that project for him was completely electronic based so i'm like we should work on something together and he was working on this one uh melody that i just really liked instantly like that and i'm like i wanted i want us to do that song together like so we actually just kind of like i think the first time we we started working on it i was just like singing right into his laptop microphone and like we were just kind of coming up with stuff and yeah, again, I think that song is very much lyrically about us, as some of our songs are. You know, it's just about kind of like walking that fine line between like. Yeah, it's an interesting love and hate song. And I mean, and and... it's sort of like if there was an electric like version or electronic version of Queens and Kings, it's almost like it's still got that edge. It's yeah, still got it's, it's still the closest got... thing in my electronic side, my alter ego, Bucky James, that's. You know, yeah, it's kind of like stuff. electronic rock, so, but it's really, yeah. yeah, I just really, it was a great video, great concept, and we yeah. were very hands on. So, you know, looking back, it's almost like a trial for this band. Yeah, sure, well, we have think, our hard yeah, times writing together sometimes. Yeah, you think with only two of us, we'd be able to pull that off, but <laughs> well, in a way, that's why we're queens and kings because we're both like our own kind of kingdom of like, you know, and but, sometimes those kingdoms live peacefully and sometimes they clash (laughs) (laughs) but in the end the songs you know we're still happy with the songs after the fighting and clawing and loving and hating that happens during rehearsal or writing or whatever we still end up with stuff that we're proud of so we're trying to make the process a little less ulcer inducing (laughs) that's right and what's amazing is the band's actually teaching us lessons about ourselves personally and how to grow with each other and live as people. It's not just yeah. writing songs. It's yeah. like, it's almost, I feel in a way that like you were put in front of my life to improve the weakness I have and maybe the, you know, same for you. Mm-hmm. You agree? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's true. Like you really have to have like a, a good dynamic with someone you're working with in a band you know so it kind of forces our hand at like finding ways to compromise and well based on your first single i think you certainly got something here so thank you so much thank you thank you very much for coming in today i really appreciate it 
This has been No Sleep Till Subway with Brent Jensen and my very special guests, Alyssa and Brenda from Queens and Kings. Till next time, folks, take good care. Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Subway, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide. <laughs>